you know, if I had all the money in the world, but I wasn't healthy uh, and I couldn't enjoy that money, then what good is the money? Hello, beautiful people, and can, and welcome to anyone and where podcast. So today I have the great pleasure to have with me Rachel Corden. Let me do a quick intro about Rachel. Rachel is a physical therapist. She is living in Michigan, and she specializes in treatment of neck and back pain. Rachel is also the owner of Back in Motion Physical Therapy Center, and to end up. Rachel is also a fitness consultant as well of a mother of two amazing boys. How are you today, Rachel? And thank you for the opportunity, first of all. Thank you. Yes, I'm doing well. So uh, let's start from the beginning. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself for the listeners and viewers that still don't know you, please? Yeah. Well, like you said, I'm a mom. I have two boys, physical therapists. Um, and really, yeah, I mean, I've lived in Michigan all my life. Uh, it's cold here. I love Michigan, but I probably should be living somewhere sunny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up really in a small town in Michigan, a really small town. I think my graduating class was like 83 people. I mean, so I grew up small. Um, you know, my dad worked in the car industry and my mom stayed home. She didn't, she didn't start working. It was until late, a little bit later. I think okay. I was in, um, they both came from large families, so they didn't go to college. So I think that, uh, that was very important, uh, for them to, for my sister and myself and my brother, um, to, to have that opportunity to give us that opportunity, mm -hmm. help us. So I kind of grew up, uh, you know, with that mindset um, of hoping, you know, to go to college one day and uh, kind of to have, you know, live that um, American dream. <laughs> and so um, I've always liked uh, health and fitness and working out. And I think that's kind of like what led me to uh, go into physical therapy was um, it kind of uh, made sense to me because I, uh, I liked helping people and then I liked the fitness part of it. So I went to college and, uh, you know, graduated and came out and everything I think is so exciting when, when you start your career, cause you go from like making like no money and all of a sudden you're going to get paycheck and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm making real money. <laughs> <laughs> the good part. Yeah. And you're kind of like starting your whole life. And so it was, I think that's like an exciting part. Um, and then I think after, I don't know how many years, at least for me, uh, I'm speaking uh, uh, from my, you know, how I feel, but exactly. uh, years, I'm thinking, you know, what's wrong with me? Like, this isn't like, uh, this isn't like as glamorous as I thought, you know, and I still got like these student loans I'm paying and, and uh, physical therapy, I think for a lot of people, and I think, um, you know, the profession, profession has changed over the years. But, uh, you know, when I first started, I, I, uh, gosh, I've been a therapist for like over 20 years, but it was very, you know, laid back uh, and things have changed. Um, you know, now therapists uh, uh, have, a, you know, there's a lot of, um, I'll say, stress. And I started to experience it, that as I'm working in the field. And, you, and now I can see, kind of look back like, well, it wasn't the therapy part uh, it may have been more the system, you know, the systems I was in. So, you know, as a therapist, you have uh, uh, that personal stress on yourself. You know, someone comes to you, they're in pain, and you want to help that person. And there's a, so many factors that are involved uh, in getting someone to get better. So you have that personal, like, uh, you know, you're not doing surgery, but mm -hmm. you're also, you know, you want to get back the, a person back to a lifestyle. So, you, you know, you hold that personal um, obligation um, to get someone better. Um, and then the patients. Okay. So you, the, you're, uh, it's, it's kind of like, I feel like sometimes I was in sales <laughs> because, you know, I have a patient, let's say Mrs. Smith, she's like, you know, that's allergic to exercise. No, I just want heat and massage. That's all I want. And, and, and no, 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 that's not going to get you better, but that's all I want, you know? And then, well, I'm going to go down the road to, you know, XYZ therapy. Okay, because you know you're trying to you know tell a patient from your perspective, your professional experience, mm -hmm. like this is this is what's going to help you, you know. And so you're trying to make the patient happy, trying to kind of work with them. So you have that stress. Of course, you have the doctor stress. 
uh, you know, um, why aren't you getting this patient better? Well, they, you know, they were better in the clinic or they're pain free. You know, they may have gotten, went home and not did their exercises. So you have that pressure of that physician that is sending you their patient. Okay. And, um, probably 99% of physicians I worked with are fabulous, but of course, you know, you do have that. Uh, have I been reamed out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there's that stress. Um, now insurance companies now, again, 20 years ago, different. Um, uh, now is the insurance companies. Uh, and I don't think what people realize is uh, that, you know, some insur insurance companies may say, you know, you have six visits to get this person better. Like, okay, uh, you know, six visits isn't a lot, especially if you're dealing with someone, you know, in chronic pain or may have, you know, they may have severe injuries going on. So um, the insurance aspect now is a stress for a lot of therapists trying to get uh, in, uh, reimbursement for your patients, fighting for your patient. Um, and then you have, you know, what I call the corporate stress, the, um, as a therapist, seeing a patient every 20 to 30 minutes, um, meeting their requirements as far as uh, billing, uh, you know, because they're paying your paycheck, you're working in this beautiful gym, and you have to do your part um, ethically and what you feel is right. So, so meeting corporate uh, expectations, um, that's also a stress. So all of this, you know, I was feeling, and it's, 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 it's kind of escalating, and it's like I'm feeling guilty to go back to growing up and, and my parents, you know, fulfilling that dream of going to college and thinking, you know, I spent all this time in college. Um, you know, I have student loans. They helped me, but I still have student loans. It's still feeling like not really quite happy, but feeling that guilt. Okay. So then what I just did was I just changed jobs. I just, <laughs> so beautiful. So I just popped, I called it. And then, uh, then I started working for companies and then it's, you know, the, the insurance reimbursement for therapy was going down. So that put more stress on companies, more stress on therapists to see more people to generate, uh, that revenue for the company. So unfortunately, I hate to say I worked for three, four companies that actually went under, okay, and sold. So then you experience, you know, a sense of, you know, wait a second, I went to college, I got my degree, and then you kind of lose a sense of job security. So I'm going to say it and be like, 10 years ago, uh, I started to, you know, pick up books, you know, I started to question my career choice as a physical therapist. I actually deviated into two, uh, I went into network marketing. Um, kind of thinking, well, maybe, maybe that's where I'm supposed to be. And I failed twice. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, so then, you know, I started reading books, you know, uh, I knew I was, you know, not meant to, I knew I, I, I knew I liked physical therapy, but I mm -hmm. knew I wasn't meant necessarily, I wasn't a good fit for where I was at. In, in my career. Um, so then I started to read about being an entrepreneur and, and I started to have that mindset. And I kind of went through a phase where I was kind of like stuck in my own head because I was like, mentally, I was uh, an entrepreneur, but I was still physically working in the corporate world. And that's kind of torture because until you can know where you're going or what you're doing, you're kind of like, uh, you're torturing yourself because you're, exactly. you're physically you're emotions and mentally you're like, but this isn't what I want to do. So, uh, and then, you know, I started a family and then, you know, you get comfortable and you, like I said, you get the paycheck and everything is safe. Like, why do I want to rock the boat when now we live, you know, we live in a nice house. Uh, my husband's in healthcare. We're not rich, but we make decent money. Um, you know, why, why am I not happy? You know, and then you start to, okay, then you ride the safe zone, you know, okay, I'm just going to go and, and get my paycheck. And so that's kind of what it went through for, for uh, probably 10 years of just, um, you know, where are my priorities? I was, I became a mom, of course, my priority shift as a mom, yet I'm still working. I'm still a physical therapist, um, but not, completely happy. So it was this year that I actually um, told myself, you know, I'm getting older um, and, you know, stop waiting for someone to hand you something or stop waiting for somebody to, you know, it's not going to 
a fall out of the sky. You have to do it, Rachel. Um, so it was that I decided to do what I wanted to do. Um, and that's what, that's the back in motion physical therapy. So as you were telling me now, uh, you were, uh, starting the back on motion, uh, in the last year. So can yes. you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So everything that I shared with you, as far as the pressure of the corporate, the pressure of the insurance, um, I just wanted to do things uh, kind of, I say, my way. Uh, I, I didn't want the pressure of seeing a patient every 20, 30 minutes and the patient getting upset with me. And I have, you know, this bigger pressure of of seeing, you know, holding a schedule, not running 30 minutes behind. So I, do, I wanted to take all of that out. I just I, I didn't want to wake up with that pit in my stomach of, of that feeling of hating to go to work or hating my job. So um, I started the back in motion to really be, to provide uh, more for the patient, uh, uh, to be able to work with them, you know, one-on-one -on -one and not have to say, okay, I've got, you know, 20 minutes and, and you're 10 minutes late. So <laughs> let's you know what I mean? So I, I wanted to make it more quality. Um, I wanted to make it easier um, for the person and for myself. So yeah, I started uh, and just, just so I could do the things that, the way that I wanted to do it. And I love it. And it's such an inspiration in, in such so many ways. First, because you are not afraid to talk about your failings. And I mm -hmm. think that is amazing. And after the way that even if you have your job security and you have all the life planned and all the security and the paycheck, like you were saying, you are always listening to yourself and not afraid of trying. I think that is, and I think the best, the best inspiration, it's not the words, but the actions. Mm -hmm. And Rachel, you, you are that like, and like and and I love it also the the because I I I I didn't have the idea that the stress that the physio physiotherapist is in the the quick results. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like it's and because yeah. if you are in the stress position, how you can relax somebody, you know? How exactly. You're you're. That's tr very true. I love yes. it. Yes. And yes. now I want, I want to ask you, because I, I think it's, it's something that it's in you. Do you think there is a purpose in life? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. For sure. Which is yours? What is my purpose? <laughs> that could be a hard question, right? <laughs> well, I want, my purpose is I want to, first of all, live a long, long, healthy life, a happy life. Uh, ideally, you know, with my loved ones, uh, you know, my, my surroundings, um, I would, when I went into therapy, people would say, why do you want to be a physical therapist? You know, obviously I love fitness and, you know, that was part of my life, but I really wanted to help people. And so my purpose, you know, uh, even, uh, take physical therapy out of the picture is I would just really want to help people live a, you know, healthy life, happy life. Um, and, it, and if I could show my children that, and um, that's really my purpose, is just to, to help and influence as many people as possible, whether that is through uh, being a therapist or a friend or um, maybe just somebody that helps someone, um, you know, they need the words and the encouragement uh, to maybe do what they've been wanting to do and, you know, are holding back. So that is really my purpose. It's just to um, help people and it's kind of a broad way, you know, to say it, but on different, le on different levels. No, no. And, and you already do it in, in different levels because you are not, I think that it's not just a, a physiotherapist. Some, some of your patients go there and sometimes share some traumas or some stories that they have. I think it's part of your job. Yes. Do you yes. see any, I think, yes. Do you see any connection between uh, the emotional pain and the physical pain? For sure. There was actually in physical therapy school, I took a lot of psychology 
uh, because of that, because there is a strong connection, kind of like that mind-body connection. A lot of chronic pain um, or someone that has had been through a very traumatic experience, there tends to be a higher correlation of uh, pain, chronic pain, uh, who someone has may have been through uh, a traumatic event in their life. Um, I think that when we have an emotional stress, it causes uh, constriction, you know, to the muscles and nerves, and it kind of sends that brain that signal. Uh, it is real. And I think until you take and you address that emotional component, that physical part isn't going to go away. So I think the, the, how I think of it is that like when I have um, been very sad, you know, lost someone very close to me. And it's just like, I feel like I said before, like my heart feels like it's hurting. I feel like this in my chest. Like, I just feel like this heaviness and, you know, you know, nothing's wrong with my heart or nothing's in my chest, but why, you know, you have these physical symptoms mm -hmm. uh, that's just from the emotion. Uh, I think anger, like, you know, that anger where you just, you just want to punch somebody in the face, <laughs> you know, and every party you just tightens, you know, there's nothing, you know, it's that, that anger, that emotion that's producing that response. So I do see that a lot in the, as, as a physical therapist, and uh, one thing that I have learned, and this took me a little while uh, to, to understand this was, you know, physical therapy, you know, you have a certain mindset, you know, your job is, okay, someone has an injury and pain, you get them better. So it's like, okay, well, you know, hop on the treadmill and do this and do that. And sometimes you don't get anywhere. The person's not it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've, I mean, I've had sessions where I just have sat and listened. And when someone, when you're listening and someone, I mean, I, I, like you said before, like I have people, it, it just amazes me sometimes what people are going through. And, you know, when you hear, oh my gosh, like they have this going on in their life and, uh, you know, they're in pain and your, your job is to address the pain, but they got all this other, you know, issues. So I found sometimes it's really helpful to listen to people and listen uh, to, to what is going on in their life. And if you take that time, then, then you understand and they feel that you understand. And as a physical therapist, I'm kind of safe because we, you know, there's the HIPAA. So I'm bound down by confidentiality. So I'm not someone in their family or I'm not someone in their friends. So a lot of times people will feel safe telling me something confidential, knowing that I'm not going to, you know, tell everybody, um, and that I, that then they know that I know what's going on with them. And, and sometimes I've had, I've have not done any therapy and I've had people stand up and say they felt so much better and, you know, pre -co pre COVID days hug me, but, uh, but you know, no therapy was rendered. Right. <laughs> so there's a huge component. And I think that sometimes it even, uh, you know, will interfere with someone's ability to get better because when they're, when, when you're, when you have that emotional stress, um, you know, I know for myself, if I'm, you know, feeling down or I'm sad, you know, the last thing I want to do, you know, I don't think of exercise. Like I know that it's going to help me. I know I'll feel better. But like, why do I feel like doing if I'm mentally uh, struggling. So it does play a huge part that that mind body connection. On the flip side, um, I am just always just uh, amazed, you know, with someone that maybe hasn't started moving and they just getting someone sometimes just to move or exercise, just sometimes that endorphin release. And you can just see how their demeanor changes. And you know, on my end, uh, you know, I've seen some complicated cases. I've had some very hard cases, but sometimes I don't really do much. You know, I have a move and sometimes, you know, the person feels so much better and they're like, they think I'm a miracle worker. And I'm like, well, it was really just because you started moving and, and you got that endorphin release. So I, I think that that physical part helps the emotional. Um, but I think that you need to address that emotional component uh, and not just the physical pain, but there's, you know, I think when I first got to school, I was kind of like, oh, that's all voodoo, you know, sort of thing. I didn't really get it until, uh, you, you have, like, I had that experience of, of meeting people and, uh, it's real. Mm, yeah. yeah. So no yeah, one. that's a huge, mm-hmm.
Yeah, when you see when you it happens with your patients, it's it's the best class that you can have, you know, like yeah. when you see like or, or or like in the way that if you spend some time talking with a person and sometimes just listen and you see that that is there is a physical improvement in the person or the opposite way around, like you start to believe like maybe there is some connection in in between. Like yes. love it. That's what I tell my kids too, because sometimes, you know, they're, they're, they say, oh, so-and-so did this or that, and they're hard on other kids, or they're, they're, I can tell they're judging them. And I, I say, listen, you don't know what, you know, what's going on at home. You don't know. You make sure you be nice to them because, and it's not a surprise. Maybe we might find out later that there was some issue going on. So I try to, you know, kids, you know, listen to my two boys and, and, uh, you know, it reminds me of me, maybe when I was a little younger, it's, it's like, you don't know what people are going through. So I try to tell them that too. Like, try to think of that. Love it. Empathy. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's crucial and I love it. And it's much easier if you start younger teaching this kind of, of values. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, yeah, at home, it's the best way to learn. <laughs> really nice. And something that amazed me, it's the... The way that you listen to yourself, to your inner voice, it's something that you always had with you or something that you develop with time, that it's something that you start to use with time? Yeah, I, for me, I think just with time, uh, like I said, I, I, when I was uh, in my profession after kind of like the, all the excitement, you know, like I said, the paycheck and, you know, get your, oh, use your paycheck and get your house and all that excitement kind of dies down. And then you're just kind of in the, in the rut of going to work and going, Hmm, you know, this isn't kind of what I pictured. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, w I was, I, 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 I kind of was stuck. Uh, you know, so my answer was, well, I'm just going to leave this job because the next job is going to be better. And then, you know, you have that phase that maybe that honeymoon phase where you're like, Oh, this is great. You know, this is, this is my, you know, the, my job, but my dreams. And so, no, I was like, uh, I felt like I was kind of in a, um, a rut, not knowing. Mm -hmm. And then, then I went through that phase of questioning, uh, my career choice. Like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be a physical therapist. So for myself, uh, it took, it, it took a lot a while to figure out what, you know, not feeling guilty for the way I'm feeling for one and trying to figure out my path. Like, what was I supposed to do? Um, so I started reading books um, in the car, you know, listening um, to tapes and just trying to find what I was supposed to do. But yeah, no, I, I think it took me a while. <laughs> Man, but I love it. It's and and it's not just listen to yourself. It's you execute, and and like not you are not afraid of failing. And I love that. Uh, for some persons that maybe are in the same situation that you were some years ago, that they don't feel that they they are good in their job or in their city. Which advice you will give to them? Well, I think, first of all, I think it is, it is relevant to where you are in your life. So I think that if you, if you want to do something else and you're not happy to just say, well, you know, quit your job and just go do what you want to do, live your dream. You know, I, I wouldn't give that advice um, unless you're able to financially, you know, support yourself. So I think uh, the ideal situation is to keep working the job your job and start to uh so you're bringing that income and then start what you want to do on the side uh and i think that takes pressure off yourself too because i think if you just jump and then you're not you're you're putting all that pressure on yourself uh and you're not bringing in uh any income um then i think that that's that's not a good setup um so i think it's where you're at in your life um you know i'm fortunate that i've been you know i've been married uh for several years um so and my husband's very supportive he's always been very supportive and he could see and i told him throughout the years you know like i like being a therapist but i don't you know he could see the stress of going to work 
So having him being able to support is huge. Now, if I, let's say, was maybe a single mom and, um, you know, I, I couldn't have just said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump, right? So I think that it just depends on everybody where you're at. If you're able to, you know, if you have a strong support structure and uh, you're able to do that, I, w- I think that would be fantastic. Um, I think most people... You know, you like, and that was my intention was to uh, keep working and do it on the do this on the side. COVID kind of threw a wrench into everything uh, because <laughs> I think that accelerated the process. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, my situation was I was actually uh, a late uh, furloughed, let go uh, with my company. I was part time, so being a part time because I did the mom work balance. Um, mm-hmm. But I was at before that happened. I was actually uh, something just kept telling me, Rachel. You know, you better get this going. I, it was just weird. So I was I was having my business. Uh, I wasn't uh, I, strongly, you know, as I am now. But I was mm-hmm. I, I was having it in the in the works. And so I think the COVID, you know, when you and then being losing a job because I was offered to come back only under full time. And uh, with our schedules, I'm like, well, that means I would have to hire, let's see, an Uber <laughs> to transport the kids around, <laughs> a tutor, <laughs> um, all these things. So, uh, you know, being part time uh, for my schedule was, you know, that's what I was able to do. So I think that just kind of accelerated everything. Although I had this going, uh, because like I said, I the gut was just way before just that I needed to do this. So I guess my advice would be if someone, if you, if you're, if you have something, if you're not happy and you want to do um, just, you know, maybe start on the side, keep your job and, you know, and start working at it every day. And then you're able to to do that full time. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It's It's like step by step, like you were saying, like, yeah. Love it. And I want to know some lesson that you took from uh, this situation, this uh, Corona situation. The lesson I took from? From Corona or COVID-19. Oh, yeah. What lesson? Um, Well, I think that, you know, I try to see the positive in everything, (laughs) as bad as it is, right? Um, The less, I mean, I, I think that you know, for more family time, I know for, you know, for us, it's like my kids are very active in sports, you know, when they're, they're not happy when they can't do their sports. But at the same time, instead of like throwing a peanut butter jelly sandwich at them, and when they come home from school and jump in the car, run your sports practice, um, you know, with a slower pace, uh, we've been able to have more family time, more together time, um, not such a rat race. So I think that that, is a po- is a positive you slow down a little bit and you realize you know that there's you know there's more value in things you know um career wise are you speaking like career wise with the covid like like you want like i love it i'm i'm I, i think just give you value to the family it's first one but career it's also part of life yeah Please. well you know physically therapy is very hands-on so you know when when I was doing my business I was doing mobile um, I really wasn't thinking telehealth I mean I was thinking it but I was thinking it like future like this is going to be the future telehealth so way before COVID even hit my my whole intention with my business was I wanted to be mobile whether I went to somebody's house or the gym um, and then COVID hit and all of a sudden it's like, okay, um, I'm, I'm establishing this mobile physical therapy business <laughs> and now we're, we're in lockdown and, and uh, you know, we're social distancing. This isn't going to work. So then my thought process changed, you know, to telehealth and now everything, you know, virtual, which in my mind, it was just more of a future. Like this, this will be the future down the road, not like now. So the COVID uh, for myself has made me kind of jump on my feet more. So not knowing, I'm not very uh, savvy with computers. So I'm thinking, okay, I have this business. I went through all the steps, you know, creating a website, 
uh, getting everything from malpractice insurance to, you know, getting all the legal entities that's needed, you know, everything. And here I have this mobile business that um, like it wasn't good. I mean, timing wise, I wouldn't have played it this way, but it just happened. So here I'm <laughs> opening this mobile therapy business during COVID. And I looked at my husband and I'm like, this isn't even funny. Like <laughs> people aren't going to want me coming into their rooms. So, so then, you know, my thought process changed and learning uh, the telehealth part, the virtual part. And as a physical therapist, just doing it in a way that I'm uh, HIPAA compliant and that I'm, I'm maintaining people's confidentiality and like the legal, the legal parts, you know, as a therapist, what I'm allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do. So I quickly had to learn all that. So uh, downloading courses, doing kind of crash courses, um, just kind of changing your mindset. So I think the COVID is maybe for everybody, maybe made us um, quicker on our, I don't want to say quicker, but like having just to adapt to, to <laughs> the situation. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, and, and that it will be my, my, my next question. And I think that you already talked a lot about it. Business-wise, how do you adapt? And I already understand about the tele and going digital. How, how, how do you think that, uh, do you like going digital? Or, or do you feel that is the change working in general with the patient? Yeah, it's, I, I think it's digital is very effective. Uh, so basically, um, from a, strictly from a therapy standpoint of view, if I hear someone tell me, um, this is, you know, I've been having this problem for, you know, X amount of years, um, you know, and I listen and this is what makes me better or worse. Usually if I do, if I, if I do a really good subjective, if I really listen to what the person's saying, I'm already formulating in my mind what could possibly be going wrong okay or the issue uh easily like if i were to have you stand up you know i could look at your range of motion uh from what you told me um maybe take you through a few uh assessment drills and say okay this is what i want you to do um and that can be very powerful and very effective what's hard is people associate physical therapy with hands-on hmm. and there is there's a the power of what I call the human touch. So when you put your hands on somebody, um, the human touch, you know, that is, you know, that's hard to replace that. Um, so I think that when, when people think of physical therapy, they think of that. And uh, the joke I made earlier about the heat and the massage, you know, that, that I get that more often than you think, you know, <laughs> put your I hands believe. on me. All right. So it's a, it's a mindset, I think, um, that with physical therapy, you know, people go in and they want their physical therapist to fix them or, you know, they want to see the physical therapist and you have to, how do you know what's wrong if you don't touch me? Um, mm. I, what if, what have I thought years ago that, that, that it could be a powerful, no, um, from now? Yes. But it, it's, it's a mindset of both the, therapist and the person receipt on the other end um, i think it's their mindset as well so um it is tricky uh you know when it, but if i can have if i got someone and they understand um that this can be very powerful and very effective um then it's awesome um but it's this, it's harder on someone that may have that has that mindset that i need to go i need to see you i you need to touch me you know um mm -hmm how can you treat me through the computer? You know, I mean, that's harder. So it, it's uh, challenging, but uh, it's very doable. And I think that uh, it is, when you talk about the future, I do think that uh, we're seeing it now. I mean, I do think that this is going to be uh, virtual is going to, you know, be the future. It's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be more and more. Yeah. Do you think that is here to stay or? after COVID? Oh, no, no. But I do think uh, that with uh, just people's lifestyles, um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, being able to conveniently, let's say, schedule, you know, like we were scheduling now, um, exactly. I didn't have to leave. Um, exactly. I could be in my 
pajama bottoms if you know what I mean so it's like that convenience of 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 uh not having to commute or drive or leave your house and working it in um and not having to be at an appointment and wait and so I think that uh after all this is done um people will they, they probably will want to do oh let's just do a you know let's do a, a virtual session Mm -hmm. No, no, because and, and you can mix it because imagine if I'm traveling and I want to work every week with you and I'm in Europe yeah. and at the moment I can still yeah. I think that is like it's something with COVID that it's lovely like the the, the possibility that that I think it's ten years ahead that it should be uh, yeah I do agree yeah because like if I want to go on vacation. I could, well, let's say leave time. I go on vacation, but if I want to travel somewhere and I want to see someone, you're exactly right. Like I could be out of state and I'm still able to do my work. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and the results that you are seeing, are you seeing uh, results with, with uh, digital therapy? Let's call it like that. Uh, uh, are you seeing the results with your patients? It's working? Oh, yes. Well, the patient has to listen, right? No, I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> That's the same as if in the clinic. It's yes, tough. yes. So uh, an example would be uh, I had a patient. Um, it was actually a patient that I seen um, uh, in person pre-COVID, and her husband threw his back out. So she contacts me, and she says, oh, my gosh, my husband, he's not sleeping He's on heavy uh, pain medication. It was actually narcotic that he had left over. Um, his pain, like on a scale of like one to 10, was an eight. So I, I said, well, yeah, I could talk. I, 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 let's hop on the phone. So I got her on the phone. I said, let's just talk. You know, what, what is he going through? And then I said, you know what? I didn't realize actually from when she contacted me that her husband was that bad. So I said, you know what? If you guys can hop on the computer, let's just hop on the computer. And uh, so we did. And I took a look at him and I, I took him through some motions and I said, listen, this is what I want you to do. So I gave him a really kind of laid out uh, yeah, program. I said, this is exactly what I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. And then so the next day I called him and he was in the car and he was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I slept all night. And I'm like, oh, you didn't wake up with pain? And I'm like, what are you doing right now? He's like, oh, I'm just trying to see my grandkids. I'm like, you're in the car? And he's like, I said, how's your pain? Oh, it's so much better. Like, it was like, and it was just so funny because it was just like so nonchalant. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like, you've been from an eight, you know, on the car. Yeah, no, you're feeling the voice. And he's like, yeah, you know. But yeah, it can be very, very effective. Exactly. No, no, and, and exactly. After part of the work, it has to be with the patient. If, if I don't believe that he's able, it will make the process much more slower, let's call it. It will take yeah. much more time. Uh, but if you believe it, man, it's amazing. And I, I think yeah, it's another door that's, uh, that is open. Uh, yes. I already understand that you are a positive person. It's, mm -hmm. It shines your energy. How do you describe your mindset? Yeah, my mind, well, I wasn't always positive. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, you know, I used to think when, let's say I was working for a company and they sold, okay. And then I used to feel maybe more like a victim, you know, like, you know, how come, why this is happening to me? Um, you know, that sets up a series of uh, maybe negative mindset. Um, I, I used to care a little more about what other people thought and I used to be more like a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that the shift that I went, um, you, I had to change my mindset. So, um, now I do think very positive. Uh, I, I think that no longer victim, you know, I use like, in charge. You have to act. There's nothing, nobody's going to hand you anything. You have to do yourself. Um, so yeah, no, but I, I, I think, because I think, oh, I, I think I used to be kind of negative. <laughs> the self-awareness that you have, it's, it's amazing. And, and the way that you see the, the process and exactly nobody will fight for you. Yeah. I, I really yeah. believe in that. Yeah. Also, like, yep. I love it. And now <laughs> what is your definition of success? 
having seen so much parts of life and trying so much mm -hmm. stuff, what is your definition of, su of success? Well, I think success, when I th first think of success, is an accomplishment of something. So I think it's really an accomplishment. Success is an accomplishment of your purpose in life. So whatever your purpose is, I think that if you can accomplish that, then that's the true definition of success. So I think the first thing people come, you know, like my kids, you know, I think when they think of success, and maybe most of us do is like uh, celebrities or, you know, people very wealthy. And I think that uh, most people do crave those things or work towards those things. And I think that that's great. Um, but I think that uh, in my mind, you know, I think of, well, you know, if I had all the money in the world, but I wasn't healthy uh, and I couldn't enjoy that money, then what good is the money? And if I wasn't, let's say, happy, if I was in a, if I hated my marriage and, or, you know, but I had all the money in the world, then that money would mean nothing to me. So I think that, um, you know, me personally, success is um, striving uh, towards, of course, you, I think everybody wants a nice lifestyle, but um, I, more importantly, I, I, I think of success as, as being, you know, healthy and um, being happy in, in your life. And I think that that, you can't put a price on that, really. Can't put no. a price on health. <laughs> no, man, not even on, on health, no, it, it, it's true, like, there is no price on that, and you are so right. Of course, that money, it's a need, but just until that, after that roof, it's, I think it's okay, you don't need that much. I like to talk <laughs> about daily, daily habits. Do you have any daily habits, morning routines, night routines that you want to share with me? Yeah, so... Um... When I, well, okay, when I wake up, I, and I just started doing this a couple of years ago. Um, I just have, I just say three things that I'm thankful for. So, and I, and I say, I can't say the same thing that I said, like, it has to be something different. So, um, you know, I may just wake up and say, I'm glad I can drive my children to school, you know, or, um, you know, I'll, I just think of things that I'm, that I'm thankful for in my life. So, uh, and now later in bed and I'll think, okay, I can't say this because I said that yesterday, but, uh, but I, but I think it just sets me off on the right foot. Um, and I do, I say a small prayer, whether, um, it's, you know, kind of quick, just, you know, please, you know, bless my family and, uh, put us on the right track or, uh, sometimes a little bit longer. Um, uh, I'd spiritual, a lot of people may not, uh, friends and family probably get that first impression. Um, I was born and raised Catholic, but I don't, I'm not necessarily um, uh, in church person. Mm -hmm. I hold it internally. It's more private for me. So, but I do pray. I pray in morning and then at night. So just, um, or sometimes in the car, depending on how busy I am. <laughs> but, uh, um, but I, but I've learned that if I wake up and I say the three things I'm thankful for, um, that does set me off on the right foot. Um, if I can get a, uh, workout in, um, for me, uh, uh, that really helps, uh, for mental clarity. Um, I tend to be kind of high wired. Uh, I don't want to use the word stress, but it just helps me focus. So I find if I can get up and if I can even just get like this morning, um, I knew that we were talking and I thought if I can just get up and, and, and do a little workout, um, I know that our interview would go better. Um, just be that how, that's how I operate. And then um, every night, and I've been doing this, I, I feel like forever, but I, I always write down, I guess, a list for the next day. Um, so I just kind of map my day out. Um, and just, you know, I, I used to be, I guess, the old mindset, all or nothing. Like, I have to accomplish everything on my list. And then, you know, realistically, I didn't accomplish everything on my list. So then I would be so hard on myself. Now I say, okay, if I, I'm going to make my list and prioritize it. And what is the most important thing? And then if I can just accomplish one thing, then I feel fulfilled. You know, I feel like, okay, I, I you know, was mm -hmm. successful. So um, if I don't make a list, um, and if I don't have that map, which sometimes I give myself like the weekends, you know, if it's Saturday and I was some time with my family, I'm not going to make a list of all these things I need to do. My list is I enjoy time this day because I've, I've, I've worked, you know, um, so that's my mentality. Yeah. But if it is a day where maybe I want to get some things done and if, 
if I don't have kind of a map, um, I, I, I find myself I might not be as productive. So that's just kind of every night before bed, I just kind of, I have a map of maybe how my day is going to go. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, love it. It's not a lot, but it's enough to, to put your body working and also your mind in the morning i think like having some kind of gratitude if it's a journal mm -hmm. or just some words and like yeah. i think also like the balance between the mind and the body i mm -hmm. think it's crucial yes and, uh, and the least at the night i'm also doing because i think it, it helps a lot to don't feel lost like what i have to yeah. do Love yeah it. I know. I, I, I've read before you're supposed to write down in a journal. I just kind of say to myself, but I think that, yeah, I know some people that write it down. <laughs> but mm -hmm. we are all different. I think yeah, it works for what works for you can work for me, but it doesn't have to be a, a must, you know, can or not. It's, like it's just, yes. it's not, nothing. It's for sure. And what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? Yeah, that's a legacy. Let's go. <laughs> that could be a intimidating word, huh? For the breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when I think of that word legacy, you know, I think that you're either in your life going to leave like a positive one or a negative one. And uh, I want to leave, obviously, a positive legacy. Um, I want to leave like a bright light. You know, I don't want to leave negative, dark. Um, so if I can, for people that know me, you know, if I can leave that legacy of, um, you know, she lived a happy life and people around her were happy. And um, if I can live that life and take people with me and, 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 for people to say, well, she, you know, she helped others. Um, she inspired, she took people with her. She, you know, it wasn't just, she was on her own little journey, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I, that would be, you know, that would be, you know, my legacy. Um, I, I think that, you know, where, where did I read? You know, if you're, if you show up to, this is morbid, but like your funeral, the curtain's closed, you know, you, you want to be looking at yourself going, oh, poor Rachel. She, she, you know, she always wanted to do this and that, and, you know, she wasn't happy. No, I don't, I don't want that. I want my kids. I want, you know, I want people to go, yeah, she did what she wanted to do. She was happy. She, you know, she didn't hold back. So, she was not kind afraid of, of living. <laughs> exactly. I love it. And she was always smiling and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and helping people. <laughs> exactly. Love it. And so let's see uh, projects, new projects. We can say that you have the back in motions and do you have any, any other projects that you want to share with me? Oh, no. I mean, since uh, I just started that this year, that's kind of like my ongoing project. So I, uh, I've actually, um, I've been just trying to think even beyond physical therapy, uh, trying to think of incorporating, you know, yeah, other uh, avenues with that. So, and I am like to talk about what we were talking about before. Um, I'm, I am thinking a little bit more online because I mean, here in Michigan, you know, the COVID right now is still high. I know eventually it will go away, but um, you know, right now it seems like everything is a little bit more online. So I'm, I'm thinking about how to kind of expand, um, expand that. So, yeah, it's kind of like a <laughs> an ongoing project that keeps opening up <laughs> doors. No, but I love it, and I think it's it's completely. You are completely right. It's a door that's open, and after all, you can imagine you can work with a patient that is in Europe, and if it was not with something virtual, it will be impossible. So mm -hmm. I think it's, and let me think, do you think in incorporate like a, a mental part with a physical part or uh, like work the mind and, and the body at the same time, like doing some kind of personal development in the clinic or not in that door? Yeah, I would, I would love that. And it's, it's, it's interesting you said that because, uh, I would love to be able to 
do incorporate something like that with the physical therapy uh because a lot of times i'll have people reach out to me and it's not really about physical therapy i mean a lot of times a lot of times um it is more about the personal development part and sometimes like probably like you you could see like i could i could talk to somebody and you just like i just want to push them like go like i could see you but that person may make excuses or maybe not have that self-doubt and sometimes i think you can see in other people what they may not be able to see in themselves so it's like you know to be able to be that person to um be that push or to mm-hmm. to someone that confidence that they might not have because i think don't you think self-doubt holds, holds a lot of us back man you know? at least at least at me <laughs> for sure i was one year for doing the podcast so if i had some push <laughs> yes, yes for sure like yeah and see for you i mean i am not a fan of you know public speaking so uh for you to do this every day that's yeah you have to just take that self-doubt and throw it out in the trash <laughs> not be, it's like not being afraid of of failing like like you were saying and i think judgment not of mm-hmm. the others but us judging ourselves i think we are the the the, the worst judge critics before today i thought rachel don't 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 say something don't <laughs> And it's a. Lo- I'm loving the conversation. Let me tell you, Rachel. You are like the, your personality. It's it's amazing, and the way that you talk. And I think it's 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 a really nice door that you should open. The the personal development part with the physical, mm-hmm. because it's all connected. At the end, it's the spirit, the spiritual part with the physical and the mental. It's it's yeah. not just one. Yeah. Yeah, to go back to the emotional pain causing physical. Yeah, exactly. it's crazy. You hear that? That's just it's, but it is so connected. <laughs> no, no. no, but I, I, one of in one of my interviews, I want uh, I was interviewing, uh, and uh, the guest told me that when he was in a previous job, he was with a back pain for mm-hmm. I don't know how much time, but after each change the job, the pain went away. So, it's, it's, it is. I like you. Like. Well, I used to have a pit in my stomach when I got into a point where it was like I would physically just feel sick mm-hmm. inside. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. Cr- yes. no, I, no, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, the more that you listen to you, the more you will see if you are in the right pet and in the wrong pet. And yeah. Right. I think yeah, you are in the right path. I like to ask to my to my guests books or podcasts that you want to advise me and the listeners and viewers to to read or to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm well. <laughs> I I want to read more books, listen more podcasts. <laughs> Sometimes my life, my the the life uh, busy, right? But. Um, I started with, uh, you know, I'm, I, I like Dave Ramsey. I read, um, I think his books are great. Um, I know he has uh, entrepreneurship. Um, um, so I think, you know, he's great. Um, I've listened to Gary B uh, in the car, his podcast. Um, uh, on Instagram, um, I have a friend, uh, and I'm going to apologize, uh, his last name, Brian Fujetti, I want to say. Actually, I have his books. Um, he he's at the his his handle is at mindset motivator but like he has it's a positive mind one day at a time um this one he sent okay. me and then this one i love this is a morning motivator and like so i'm busy i gotta get up get two kids to school you know like everybody um and it's like every day there's a date and i just it's like a little positive and sometimes like oh, it's yeah. that positive uh reading is mm-hmm. very inspiring so I follow him on Instagram um, and I read his books. So, I mean, that's just, you know, uh, someone um, that I just became friends with on Instagram and found for me, I, you know, positive. Um, but I think like, in a, like for physical therapy, mine would be, cause I you know, PT on ice podcast. I mean, so any, I think that if whatever someone's interested in, 
um, that just to, yeah, start listening to podcasts, even if you can't, like I would just do it. I would in the car, like 20, 30 minutes. Um, and I think that you're, you're always going to gain something from that. It's not a waste of time. Um, I have to be kind of moving. So for me at home to sit and listen, um, and so to read is hard uh, because I'm more, uh, uh, it's hard for me sometimes to sit still. But if I know I'm in the car and I'm driving <laughs> and I'm going to turn my radio on anyways, then, you know, why not listen to a podcast that could, you know, that's going to help you with it some way. And I love it. It's like stacking, stacking a habit. If you are driving, you are already taking right, some time right. to listen to something productive. Right, exactly. Love yeah. it, love it. <laughs> And uh, tell me uh, one advice to, that you have to make the world a better place. I just think really to be kind. Um, I think it's just, uh, you know, cliche to say treat everybody as you want to be treated. But um, I kind of was raised with that motto. My mom would always tell me that. <laughs> so I, I think that's, a, you know, uh, Like, would you want someone to roll their eyes at you or make a snotty comment? No. And I think it goes back to like, you don't know what somebody else is, what they're experiencing in their life. People aren't just going to tell you, um, you know, that they have all this stuff going on. Um, so I think that uh, to try to be kind, uh, I know personally, and I tell my kids this, like, I know you want to punch them in the face, but, and I've been there where you just get so angry. Um, but I, but I can say, I don't think I've ever felt good after, um, maybe telling somebody off or, or getting into a, conf a verbal conflict. Hmm. I don't think you ever leave necessarily feeling good about that. You think you do. Uh, I tell my kids, you know, I, I know you want to just like sock them on, but that's not going to make you feel better, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think just being kind and just trying to, uh, you know i try to live by that model as much as as much as i can and you are completely right sometimes the basic it's good treat the others like you want to be treated and like that's it simple it's like yeah. we don't need a lot <laughs> and tell me uh what what is the best way if somebody wants to contact with you have some consultation what is the best way to to find you to find you Uh, I use so Instagram is probably the biggest social media platform I use. So that's probably the best way. Um, and there's like the link in my bio, which um, I mean, most of the time, a lot of times I'll get a DM. That's fine. Or uh, my emails and that information, the links to my website. So any form of contact and I try, I respond uh once the blue moon i'll go through and i'll think oh my gosh i missed this uh missed this message and i'll usually tell the person i apologize somehow it got caught you know but i will re i will um uh reply i try to reply within 24 hours Perfect. no I, i will put after in the description of, of the video and the audio rachel uh, first of all uh thank you and let me ask you do you have any last advice or thoughts that you want to share with me and the listeners and the viewers? I guess just, you know, if you have something uh, and people have told me like they want, they, they want to do something else or have a dream. Um, you know, I guess like if you're listening today, uh, write it down, um, actually write it down and then think about tomorrow. Uh, you know, I used to think just, you know, all or nothing, but just think what, what, what's one thing I can do tomorrow that maybe might like put me closer to doing what I want to do. Um, and maybe that might be listening to a podcast, um, in the area of interest and that might just, and then listening to someone, uh, with more experience and they might say, okay, ah, that's, that, that puts me, that put, puts me in the right direction. And I think once someone, you get that momentum, then that will keep you going. Um, And I think don't compare. I think when you start to uh, do something, and I know I do this, you you look at everybody else in in, this, in your field and you think, oh my gosh, they are doing it so much better than me. But in the end, it doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, you know, we, we're all here for a purpose and we all have to exit. And uh, it, in the end, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, 
uh, how big of a bank account you have or, uh, you know, how, how pretty or attractive or handsome someone is or how many followers they have on Instagram. Uh, it's about, you know, how you're, how happy you are with yourself and if, what you're doing. So I think that, uh, you know, my advice is we're here once uh, and make the most of it. And uh, if, if you have, if you're happy and you're doing what you want to do, um, then inspire others. And, but if, if you have a feeling where, you know, I, I, I want to do something else, uh, whether career, uh, starting a fitness journey, whatever that may be, I think that you just need to just take that first step. And uh, that first step might be just writing it down. And then, and then uh, I think it will go from there. Great, great advice, Rachel. Once again, thank you so much. It was a great honor to have you here. It was a great hour. And yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the time goes like fast. And it, and it was like, like, love it, love the conversation. And that's it. Put in the paper and execute. I think it's, it's mm -hmm. the best advice. Thank you so much uh -huh. once again, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.